Hi, this is Mary Ellen Swartz, uh, ordained Unity Minister, and I've been sharing um, a series of parables, and today I want to consider the one that's found in the fourth chapter of Mark, and it's referred to as the growing seed, or the seed growing secretly. I love the parables of Jesus. Uh, to me, they just say so much in such a simple way, and yet the depth is, uh, uh, is just awesome. So um, Jesus began this parable by saying, Such is the kingdom of God as a man who casts seed into the ground, and he sleeps and rises up night and day, and the seed springs up and grows while he's not aware of it. For the earth causes it to yield fruit, and yet first comes a blade of grass, then an ear, and then at last the full-grown grain in the year. But when the fruit is ripe, and then immediately comes the sickle, because the harvest is ready. And so Jesus is likening the kingdom of God to seeds being planted and growing and developing, and then being ready for the harvest. So what is the kingdom? Well, the Jews that Jesus was speaking to probably had no theology of heaven or hell, so when they heard him speaking of the kingdom, they no doubt thought that he was talking about, um, like just about everybody else at that time, the setting up of a kingdom on earth that would be ruled by Messiah. And of course, Jesus said that he wouldn't be doing that, but there were those who always held out hope that he would. So, a seed growing. And what does this have to do with an understanding of the kingdom. Well, the kingdom is already established, not a place to go, but something to connect with in our thoughts and feelings. At least that's how I see it. And what I received in my quiet time as I was thinking about this is that the kingdom can be thought of as the all good of God, the all good of health, abundance, love, peace, wisdom, but it remains potential unless the seed is planted by us and allowed to grow and then manifest. So how does the seed grow? How does the consciousness of heaven or our all good grow? It grows in secret and in quietness. It grows in an orderly way. It doesn't show up overnight, but through an orderly process. And what does the kingdom look like? It's like the mystery within a seed. We can't see it. Sometimes people believe that heaven is a place of reward for believers and that hell is a place of punishment for non-believers. When I was very young, I must have gone along with this. And so covering all my bases, just in case, I had a full immersion baptism as a child. And that was pretty scary, I tell you. But as I questioned and as I began to learn more of Jesus' teachings, I realized that what I was being taught it just simply couldn't be because it didn't mesh with the teachings of Jesus. He referred to heaven not being here or there but within. 
So when I found Unity, I think I mentioned this in the first of the series, as a teenager, I began to understand that heaven is more a state of consciousness, a state of knowing my oneness with God, and that when I forget that oneness, I feel separated from God, and that really feels like hell. So, in this parable, Jesus likens the kingdom to a growing seed or a seed that's growing secretly. And many cultures and traditions think of a seed as being a symbol of provision and nourishment and representing cycles of growth. A seed is often symbolic of the mystery of life itself. Because every seed has a pattern or an inner blueprint that it, it never deviates from as it grows. And you know that's like us. There's a blueprint in us. It's a spiritual pattern, a pattern of divinity. And it's like a seed in that it's pure potential. In other words, each seed has a pattern within it. And in us, the seed is the very nature of God. It's our divinity. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, said, likening the kingdom to a seed, it, because he says, when a seed is planted, it brings forth the spiritual idea it contains. So, to me, this means that even though the kingdom is everywhere evenly present, if I'm going to have conscious awareness of it, I have to plant the spiritual seed of it within my thoughts and in my feelings and my awareness and allow it to grow and to mature. The parable refers to the seed growing silently. In other words, it's unseen, it's unheard, it just does what's natural for it to do. It unfolds in an orderly way. In the words of the parable, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And so just like a harvest isn't manifested as soon as seed is planted, we don't manifest our desired outcome right after making our first affirmation or that vision board or that treasure map that we might do. These can be important in the process, but they're not the end all. Our part is to plant the seed. We plant it in our subconscious. And while it is germinating, we keep our thoughts focused. We stay tuned in and receptive and know there's a natural growth process that's taking place in us. And there's no struggle re or efforting required on our part. It's a natural thing. Recently, I came across the awareness that prayer causes us to focus and the law of attraction causes everything in the universe that is in vibrational harmony with our focus to flow to us. In other words, we don't cause the spiritual seed to grow. It does it automatically. It knows what to do. But if we get impatient and we want to make sure something's happening and we dig up the seed, we disturb the process. And then we wonder why our good isn't manifesting, why our affirmations aren't working, why tithing isn't working, and so on. The seed growing secretly reminds us that the germination of the seed of our desired good is taking place within. And even when it may not look like something is happening, it is. And so, 
think about how to apply this in the confronting moment. I often say to myself, how does this pay the rent? How is this practical? How is this usable? To me, it's a reminder that my part in the manifestation process is to have the soil of my consciousness prepared to plant the seeds for my greater good and then let the seeds grow. Let the process take place. Every seed knows what it is to be. Every seed knows what to do. Every life knows what it is to be. Just don't get in the way. And so in case you ever wonder about your purpose in life, remember, it's about expressing what is within you, the divine that's within you. Sometimes we're so eager for someone else to embrace the truth that we know that we almost try to force it on them. And this is a good reminder too. If somebody seems to be asking the question, then we respond. We plant the seed as we're guided. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's an uplifting word. Maybe it's a silent prayer. And that will be like a seed that will grow. But don't try to control what's going to happen. Don't try to control when or where or how that seed is going to show up in somebody else's life. Jesus at another point in his ministry spoke about planting seeds for a harvest we will never see. Many times a book given to us maybe 20 years ago is just now being read by us because now we're receptive. And you know what? That's just the way it should be. The kingdom can be thought of as the kingdom of all good that's already established, like the pattern that's already in every seed. It remains potential until we plant it in our consciousness, in our thoughts, in our beliefs, and we allow it to grow. The kingdom of wholeness is already established in you, dear one. Just let it grow. The kingdom of abundance and peace and wisdom is already established in you. Let it grow. There's an orderly process, and it is at work. So God bless you as you consider these things. I wish only the best for you and your life. Thank you.